Hey friends, Andy Jenkins. I'm at the Hilltop in my office again, and I am talking to you again today about living a life by design, not default. I really think the summer is one of the best times to step back and think about this concept because during the summer, life is almost as if it's in the middle of a giant no man's land, thingamajob, thingamaglob, just a, you know, nobody really expects anything to work out as planned in the summer. Uh, the other day, Beth, you know, I, you know, we share this office here and she had this idea we're going to run some Facebook ads for one of the books that we've got out and start promoting that. And then when that one works, we're going to help, you know, another friend of ours run some when that works, you know, several projects going on. And she was going to schedule that all week. And then, you know, I'm sitting here at my desk. I've been working on some stuff. And I look over and I'm thinking, you know, pretty much all this week, it's been like you're a ping pong ball. You're just shooting from here to there, taking this kid to practice, picking them up, taking another kid to a different practice, picking them up, this kid to a game, picking them up. Got to feed everybody, water everybody, make sure everybody's got clothes that are clean, make sure that the house isn't falling apart. You know, and I'm so grateful that she does all of that. I think that you smash that into a few weeks of travel and a vacation and making sure that you see the extended family. You know, you got to fit that in at the right time because the kids got all this other stuff like school and, you know, like summer is just that kind of time where uh, maybe the expectation is a, a little bit too high if we think that we're going to get all this stuff just kind of knocked out and crush it during the summer. At the same time, the summer is the time where we can step back amidst all that bouncing and ping-ponging, and we, we can actually plan some of this stuff, and we can think about it because the schedule's all wonky, and at some point, the schedule is going to tighten back up and step back into a groove, and kids are going to go back to school, and the weather's going to change, and we're not going to be swimming anymore, and the routines are going to set back in. And in the summer, you're halfway through the year, realistically, actually. And you've got this opportunity not to just go, well, first half of the year didn't work out as planned. Eh, maybe it did. Maybe there's some stuff you can adjust, though, and as you step into that second half, you can really recalibrate and move forward in a better way. All right, so previous episode, we talked about how to live by design, not by default. Outlined three steps there for you, really, to, to dream about where you want to be in multiple areas of life. Determine the steps that it takes to get from there backwards to here. And then do the work of stepping from here to there. You just got to map it out. Now, in the show notes down below, there is a few links. There are a few links I want to highlight too. Number one is there is the advanced planner. You can download that PDF absolutely free. You can see some of the concepts that I'm talking about. There is a tool in that. Uh, in fact, that whole thing is, is a tool that's going to help you architect this stuff. It's going to help you kind of fill in the blanks, literally. You print it out, you fill in the blanks. You print it out and you see it like on charts and graphs uh, that, that you fill in unique to you. Um, that's totally free. Take advantage of that. There's also a, a few. I think we've got uh, not too many left. The $5 advanced book. 
Uh, it was the first version that I wrote a couple years ago. We've been redrafting that, recalibrating that as well. Uh, I think calibrate and recalibrate is going to be the, the word for the day. Uh, FYI, because I've already said it about seven times. Uh, but that book, that $5 version of the book, is available down in the show notes for you as well. And then also, we are talking about uh, rebooting the advanced events. I was involved in 10 versions of those and they needed to step out. That's a longer story for another time. Uh, but, you know, we're just going to kind of pick them back up with, with where they were. Uh, after I left, the guys did uh, Advance 11.0 and then 12.0 was a digital online version. And then 13, uh, they did. I wasn't involved with that one. And so this next one, you know, it, it would be 14. And so we just thought, hey, let's just kind of pick it up where it is. And so there is a wait list where if you want to be among the first to know when we reboot that thing, there's a whole web page we built up. You can fill your name, email. If you want to leave us a cell phone, you can. We'll text you. We'll email you, whatever. You don't have to pay anything. You don't have to commit. You're just saying, hey, I, I think I might I might want to be involved with this. All right. All that is below. All right, today, let's take it a little bit farther. Here's one of the reality checks that you get. In life, you are probably not currently doing the things that you need to do in order to live completely by design, not by default. That sounds harsher than it is. I'm telling this to myself too. I don't have a mirror in front of me, but I do kind of have this reflection in a window. If I was, say it like this personal, if I was doing everything now that's required to bring all the dreams that I have to complete fruition in the present, uh, if I was doing that, um, those dreams would probably already be a reality. Like I, I would, I wouldn't have those dreams anymore. I would have other ones. If I was making steady progress towards those, it'd be because I'm doing the things now. Yet, I'm I'm probably not. And the reason I'm not, the reason you're probably not. Okay, think about it. It's not because I'm dumb. It's not because you're dumb. It's not because we don't know the things to do. Because we do, generally. If you think about it. Building a thriving marriage and how to, it's not a secret. Uh, you think about it, uh, losing weight, it's not a secret on how to do that. Uh, if you think about it, earning money, not a secret. You think about it, getting a different job, not a secret on how to do it. Anybody could go do it. Uh, you think about uh, what's another dream that sometimes people have, uh, just creating you know, and celebrating and enjoying this on-fire dynamic faith life. It's not a secret how to do that. Most of the things out there, the information on how to do it is readily available. So what it really comes down to for us, it, it's more about time, not necessarily talent or tasks. Sure, we, we might need to acquire some skill. We might need to take some classes or some courses. We might need to read a book or watch some videos. We might need to Google up, search something. Might need to meet with someone. Might need to go back to school. Might need to get a trainer or a coach, depending on what exactly it is that we're wanting to achieve. But most of it comes down to time. So what I want to talk to you a little bit about today is scheduling 
not skill. So if you want to live a life by design instead of default, one of the first things that you've got to tackle is your schedule. You've got to create a system that is going to schedule the stuff that's going to make the magic happen. So in the same way that in the previous talk, I gave you three categories, three points, I want to do the exact same thing today. And I I think I'm going to hit the letter, last time it was the letter D, I'm going to hit the letter C today. So here's point number one of three. Number one is what you got to do if you're going to live a life by design, not default. You need to, number one, here's the C word, categorize everything that you do using the, here's how we're going to outline it, start, stop, and continue grid. Start, stop, and continue. Now, let me tell you where you get this. If you printed out the advanced planner, the PDF, or if you've actually got the planner, if you'll look in the beginning of the planner, there are some pages that have some planning materials there that help you kind of chart out your best life. There is this Uh, It's this tool we created on page 13 and page 12. It's kind of a two-page spread called The Compass. The Compass enables you to chart direction, not necessarily distance. I mean, some days, you know, I'm astounded by the accelerated progress I make on a project. Other days, I am outright flabbergasted and offended that I spent all day in the chair, in my desk, and seem to have gotten absolutely nothing done. (laughs) Maybe you can relate. Um, The compass enables you to know, all right, if if I'm knocking stuff off, if I'm taking steps from here towards the dream, then, you know, the reality is, man, some days it just goes smooth. Some days it doesn't. That's okay. As long as I'm moving in the right direction, I take it. It's progress, knowing that for every day that's slow, oh goodness, there are going to be days that are inexplicably, powerfully rapid. And you you take both. And that's just the reality. You know, you know for every great day, <laughs> you just know, hey, there's, there's one coming that's due that's probably going to be a grinder. Yeah, and it's not doom and gloom. It's just kind of reality. And, and you know, hey, for every day that's a grinder, ah, goodness, there's probably going to be an incredible day. So we talk about this start, stop, and continue grid that is part of that compass where we are committing ourselves to just moving forward every day. Not necessarily finishing every day. You finish by moving forward a little bit at a time. Uh, you know, I write a lot of books. Here's a good example. And people go, how long does it take to write the book? The answer is, I don't know. You know, it, it just takes what it takes. Sometimes the books, oh man, they just flow. And some days it's just, woo, words are just whirling by, you know. And then other times, oh, it's slow. But you finish them by moving forward in the book a little bit. Each day, the compass enables you to chart progress, not perfection, direction, not distance. And you do that by starting off by categorizing everything you do with a start, stop, continue grid. We also talk about it in the back of the planner. If you scoot all the way, uh, I think right now in this version of the planner on page 253, all the way at the back, final 10 pages. Here's what the start, stop, continue grid is. 
It says that everything that you need to do in order to achieve your dreams, it falls into one of three categories. It could be a start. It could be a stop. It could be a continue. Everything that you need to do. Okay, so start. There are some things you aren't doing that you need to add to your schedule. Um, For instance, think about it like this. You need to start tucking the kids in bed at night if you're not doing that. And part of your dream, you know, is this thriving relationship with the young kids. Maybe, like maybe maybe that's the action step for you. you. You get to decide. But if you've labeled that as one of them you do and you're not doing it, you need to start doing it. You need to start planning date night. You need to start waking up an hour earlier in order to exercise and get that morning routine going, get the faith life you know, back on fire. You need to start reading certain things in order to learn and acquire certain skills. About You get the idea. There are certain things that you realize that if I'm going to achieve that dream that's out in the forefront, I need to start doing the things. Years ago, trying to lose weight, going back to that example, I had to start getting up every single day, 6 a.m., to exercise. Start. When I wanted to write a book, you know, I had to start carving out time that I was going to not hang around and just jibber-jabber in the office. Start leaving to go to the coffee shop and writing the pages on the book. That's how I wrote the first book. Start. There's also this other category. Stop. Part of your dream planning and living a life by design, not default, means that you stop doing certain things. You halt other things that are already going on in order to make room for your new agenda. Now, let me just insert this right here. Most often, these are not moral issues, right and wrong issues. These are preference issues where you're presented with the reality that I can't do everything. I have these real limitations of time, energy, focus. So a couple of examples. You might have to stop vegging out in front of the TV until after the kids are in bed. You might have to stop hanging out with the guys multiple nights a week so that you can invest in your marriage instead of playing basketball three nights a week. You might have to stop playing video games so that you can date that woman. You might have to, oh goodness, I I did this one. I had to stop eating sugar and drinking, sugary drinks. When I was trying to lose weight, I, I, I naively thought that if you drank it, the calories did not count. I, I really thought that. And I failed to realize that I was drinking at the time two white chocolate mochas with caramel syrup added to them and then extra whipped cream with caramel drizzle on top of the whipped cream, venti size, 20 ounces, 700 calories of drink twice a day from Starbucks. Yeah. And each time I went in, I had this pecking order of what I would get in terms of a snack to go with the drink. And generally, it was a three to 400 calorie snack. So option number one was the apple fritter. They don't even carry it anymore. Option number two was if they didn't have that, I would get the old-fashioned donut. Option number three was, uh, if it comes down to it, I'll get the cheese danish. Every day, man, I was 2,000 calories easy of snack, 1,500 of it, drink. That became a stop. 
You might stop staying up late in order to get up early. Okay, the key about getting up early is that, you know, it's easier if you go to bed. Like the key is the bedtime, not the alarm in the morning. You get to figure it out. And again, these aren't necessarily moral issues. They're preference issues. And they are the reality that our time, focus, energy is limited. At some point, we've got to make some real-time decisions if we're going to live a life by design, not default. So you're categorizing everything. Everything that you're doing is a start because you're not doing it. You got to start it. Stop. You are doing it. Oh, yeah, I got to punt that. Um, And then there is this idea of continue. Start, stop, continue. This continue, I like it because it really allows you to affirm that some things you're doing right now are exactly on track. If that's the case, affirm it and then move forward. And so, for instance, you could think about it like this. You could continue managing your schedule with the same discipline that you've been using. I was managing my schedule for years when I was even unhealthy, physically out of shape. I was managing my schedule for years and doing a great job of it uh, when I just had different priorities that weren't the best priorities. I was, I was protecting that schedule. Okay, so you can affirm certain things. You can continue managing work in the same way that you're currently doing. If, if work is going on fire and you think, hey, work's going great, but oh, goodness, my family is suffering. Hey, may, maybe it's not a matter of changing what you're doing at work. Maybe you continue that. Maybe what changes is you stop certain extracurricular activities. You continue your personal development routine. You continue making those phone calls. You continue getting up in the morning and praying. You continue doing the things you affirm what's going right, and you say, hey, look, this is phenomenal. I'm on the right track here. By by the way, uh, let let me give you another note here. I I also suggest in the book, especially if you look in the back of the advanced planner, and it's in the second section of the advanced book book. There's this phrase, I heard it, I did not make it up, heard it years ago, no for now, not for later. Uh, There are some things that you put that stop on that are a no for now, not for later. That is, there are things that you might want to start, but you don't start them now because they're a no for now, not for later. Uh, I'll give you an example. At some point, I'm going to buy a Jeep. I've always wanted a Jeep. Uh, years ago, even a friend of mine, when I was in college, bought me a radio-controlled Jeep. Friend's dad did, <laughs> just because the dad knew, like, he wants a Jeep. I'm going to get him, like, the only Jeep right now that he's got time and space for is a remote control Jeep. Uh, but right now, you know, I've, I've got a car that's paid off. I'm, I'm committed to driving it for six more years. And then at some point, Salter, the youngest kid, turned 16. He can take that car. I bought it on his sixth birthday. You know, if that car makes it 10 years, he can have it. He can take it. He thought it was his because we got it on his birthday. And at that point, I will start looking for a new car. Looking for a new car is a no for now, not for later. At some point, I'm going to buy a new Jeep. But right now, I don't even look for it. It's a no for now. It is a postponed yes. It is a, 
oh, I'm doing this, but I've punted off to a different time and place when it better suits the scope of everything I've got going on in the schedule, everything we have going on in finances, everything that's going on right now. So it's a postponed start. You know, there may be other things that you stop right now, but it's just this, it's just this temporary pause so that you can focus on something different and better. It, it, it might be, example, about two years ago during the summer, I did this, uh, it was this physical, mental challenge, 75 hard for 75 days, among other things. You get on a meal plan, you read 10 pages a day, you stop eating certain things, you stop taking days off from exercise, you stop drinking, you stop, it's all these pauses that really, they're not no's forever, they're just no's for now. And many times those no for now's become things that you live without and you think, God, you know, I'm glad that I stopped that because I don't think I want to take that back on. Um, you know, you might think cheat days on your diet. They're off the table until you hit a certain weight goal. Then you can add them. Uh, looking at houses, it might be off the table until you pay off your debt or you reach a specific income goal. So you decide not to even shop around unless you be tempted. Again, the temporary pause, it gives you something to look forward to in the future, and it affirms currently that you have a limited amount of time. You have a limited amount of focus. You have a limited amount of energy. And so you just punt those goals, punt those scheduling routines, punt those items off to be enjoyed at some point at a better time and place. Okay, so here's what I've said. If you're going to live a life by design, not default, you need to categorize everything you do using the simple start, stop, and continue grid. Here's the next thing that I really think you need to do, and this is something that I work on every single week, especially on the weekend. You know, I look at it, I craft it a little bit. Once a quarter, I go all in with it. But I'm kind of just tweaking it and refining it very little bit. It is to create your perfect week template. Create what your perfect week looks like. So what you need to do, here it is. You step back while you're not in the week. So you're, you're not in the middle of Monday or it's not Friday and you're like, oh, well, I want to get the perfect week. No, no, no. While, while it's not even that, you sit down, you outline the ideal routine for your entire week. You pinpoint in that week, when are you going to exercise? When are you going to do certain repeating tasks? Like, hey, when are you going to call your mom and dad? Are you going to reach out to them every Wednesday afternoon? Uh, when are you going to, you know, you, you wash the clothes? When, when are you going to wash the car? When do you do the yard? When do you reach out to this kid? When do you, and I know you go, well, that sounds like so restrictive. I promise you it is totally freeing because now you know everything has its time and space. And what occurs is you get to the end of the week and hey, you don't even get to the end of the week. You're like halfway through it and you go, oh man, I'm making massive progress. And you're not anxious about the other stuff that's coming because it all has space, margin dedicated towards it. Now, here's the truth. Uh, even though your perfect week will rarely go 100% perfectly. I, I don't think I've ever had one do it. 
I mean, it's it's at like 90, 95%. You're going to make more progress with the plan and you can always adjust the plan is needed. I've got this. I'm going to hold it right here. I flip the page. Okay, so I don't, I don't know if you can hear that. This is a little journal. It is a three by five, and uh, in it, you know, come on. So here it is. Sundays, uh, perfect week for me. I, I won't take you through every day. Sunday morning, I don't have anything down, so we can sleep. We can go to church. We can rest. We can enjoy the family. Sunday afternoon, now I do have this. I'm going to do a weekly review and I'm going to plan ahead. So 2 o'clock every Sunday afternoon, I'm just going to kind of look ahead. Uh, after I do that, I'm going to take one of the cars down the street. I'm going to wash it. Just one. We've got two. So that means every other week, one of those cars is going to get washed. Um, I'm going to look at Sunday afternoon the things that I have scheduled uh, for every other day and just kind of see the bigger picture. That's what I do on Sunday. Uh, let, let me flip through. Let's just kind of go to a Thursday. So every Thursday, I have a standing meeting Thursday mornings for which I blocked the entire morning every Thursday. So I just know, like I'm not scheduling anything on that. I, I know Thursday afternoons, there is a specific project that I'm working on that I'm going to do some emails and some background marketing sequences for. I also know on Thursday afternoons that I'm going to work on some podcasts and some blogs and some recording. Okay, let me maybe flip to another. Uh, Tuesday, here's an example. So Tuesday... Um, that day, here's a list of the people that I'm going to call on Tuesday. There's just three, um, but those are different than the people who are listed if I go to Thursday. So again, again, it's it's kind of the, the ideal flow for you. So you've gone from that start, stop, and continue, and then what this does is go, okay, where am I not going to put that stuff into the perfect week? Where is it? Because if it's not yet on your calendar, it doesn't yet exist. And so instead of looking at your calendar every single week and going, oh, I got to slot, you know, I got to slot these 30 or 40, there's probably 30 or 40 things listed in here that I do every week. Now, some of these, just a phone call. You know, some of it, it's a meeting. Some of it, it's, you know, writing two or three emails. Some of it, it's you know, it's work-related. Some of it, it's exercise. Some of it, it's, you know, reading this thing. Some of it, it's something I want to do for my wife. Some of it, it's a task. It's a chore. You know, but instead of every week stressing and going, oh, where am I going to slot that? It's already done. I designed it one time. And because it's mine, I can continue redesigning it. And that leads me into observation number three. So we've said, categorize it all. Start, stop, and continue. Create the perfect week from those activities. And then number three is, I just kind of alluded to it, calendar it from those priorities, not calendar from a to-do list. So I like lists. I really do. If I'm going to Target, I just did. I got back took in a list. If I've got, you know, a few odds and ends chores I'm going to do around the house, like I've got a slot on Saturdays to do that. Like I literally in my calendar, I have a list on that day. I just write it in. It's the to-do list. That's going into a calendar. Okay. So, but here's the deal. 
If you're not managing life from priorities, your dreams, you're going to get sidetracked by the urgent stuff that is going to wage absolute tyranny and control over you, and it will push out the things that are important. You know, lists that we make, they don't highlight valuable things. They just kind of highlight stuff that's got to be done. Uh, They're generally created in the order that we think of them, you know? And so as a result, the stuff that makes it to a to-do list usually isn't the most important stuff in life. You think about, you know, has exercise ever made the to-do list? Has prayer ever made the to-do list? Has scheduling a vacation with your spouse ever made the to-do list? Has calling your kids ever made the to-do list? Has, and I know you're thinking, yeah, maybe some of those but most of those things are too valuable for a to-do list. And that's my point. Work from the most important things first. Give them priority. And then slot the other stuff. My prayer is I sign off is that the Lord would bless you and keep you. Be gracious. And may he do what we read in the Old Testament. May he just lead you into wide open spaces and may whatever you put your hand to prosper. Grace and peace. I'll see you soon.